This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday 88 Films Slasher Classic Series of Reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we're looking at disc number 38 in the collection. It is a little movie called Frightmare. We will be covering that with a review after the first break. Now, this is the end of the last full week of podcasting for Podcast Under the Stairs. Next week, you are getting essentially four episodes, one dropping every single day, taking you up to Christmas Eve when we close the doors. Can't stress that. We will be closing on Christmas Eve and will not be returning to your airwaves till, uh, what, the 11th? I think it's the 11th is when I come back officially, so it's just over two weeks of radio-free silence from Podcast Under the Stairs. The perfect opportunity to catch up with some of the episodes we've dropped this year for sure. Also gives me a perfect opportunity to round out my list, which will be the first episode back on January the 11th, 2021, where we look at my top 20 horror movies of 2020. Now, the episodes that are still to drop in your feed coming next week will be on Monday listener choice episode for Christmas Horror Movie, which you guys selected as Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, I know, it was you that selected that, not me, but I've just recorded that episode today with Bo Ransdell and it's a fucking corker, so you're going to have a you're a good laugh anyway. You're going to be entertained, which is the main thing, I suppose. Um, then on Tuesday, we're doing the last of our true crime documentary reviews with the highest selected or polling numbered um, movie which is Cropsy so I'll drop on Tuesday on the Wednesday it's movie club time with the listener reviews for House and Skull Mountain and that's the last of our black exploitation movies we're looking at and we'll start a new theme in January 2021 and then on Christmas Eve which is Thursday the 24th we will be dropping our I'm going to say commentary loosely because we barely talk about the movie at all but a very drunken conversation between myself the Baz and Scott Liam versus Evil as we talk over the top of the movie Warlock so that is what is up for you okay we're going to take a short break just now you're going to hear promos for shows that I love you're going to hear the trailer for Frightmare when we return we're discussing that movie right after this hello this is the Doom Show keep on keeping on and keep on trucking America we don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any (laughs) The truth hurts. I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback. Sorry, guys. That's gotta go. (laughs) That's gotta go in there. So on the show, uh, we talk about giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard or Jeffrey or Simon. That's right, we have four people, and we always talk at once, except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. 
Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. Check for our Amazon exclusive Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? <laughs> we got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. Boris Karloff, Bela Lugosi, Lon Chaney, and Konrad Ragtsov. All stars who lived and died, but only one came back. Still his corpse. Hey, let's take the body back and show it to the girls. Conrad, I always wanted to be your bride. Welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for Frightmare. This is disc number 38 in the Slasher Classic Collection. Let's take a little look at what it says on the old 88 Films website. The blurb for this one is, also known as The Horror Star, the 1983 cult creeper Frightmare offered audiences postmodern shocks long before Wes Craven gave us his game-changing scream in 1996. An underrated and underseen gem, Frightmare tells the celebration for a late great horror star. Only the actor in question might not be as entirely dead and soon the participants at his supposed party are being picked off one by one. Highlighting a notable sporting performance by Jeffrey Combs of Reanimator fame and assured direction from Norman Thaddeus Vane, who worked on the X-rated cut favourites Dracula Sucks, this is one of the most stylish and sublime of all the 80s slice and dice horror pack and 88 Films is thrilled to present Frightmare as part of its slasher classic collection. The special features are an all-new 2K scan and restoration from the 35mm camera negatives, Bobo's Confession, an interview with Scott Thompson, a new interview with cinematographer Joel King, archival audio interview with director Norman Thaddeus Vane, played over the film, an audio commentary with David Del Val and David Decotto, audio commentary by the slasher-loving podcast The Hysteria Continues, audio commentary by film journalist Nathaniel Thompson and Tim Greer of Mondo Digital, original theatrical trailer, stills gallery, optional English SDH subtitles, and reversible cover artwork. Technical specs on this are region code B, picture format HD1781, audio format is DTS HD ME 1.0 mono, 
Language is English, Subtitles English, Certification 18, Runtime 1 hour 27 minutes in length. So yeah, I was really looking forward to this one, if I'm honest. Um, Like, the premise sounded really cool. And whilst I will say this one, this one is a ton of fun to watch. Very, very campy, for sure. This, once again, reminds me why when 88 films shove something in the slasher classic collection that they just tend to drop titles there without necessarily working on what the classification of the genre might be. This is as far from a slasher as any of the movies that are on the fringe of this collection. I mean, this might be the least slasher movie we've covered and I'm including movies like... um, Children of the Corn and stuff like that. It's it is so clearly not a slasher movie. It is baffling, like absolutely head scratching that it's ended up in this collection. Which is a shame because for the most part, most of Frightmare is a ton of fun. It reminds me in a lot of respects of something like Theatre of Blood. It definitely has those vibes about it, um, but this time set with a. A character who, for all intents and purposes, is kind of like a an aging Bella Gosi, um, by way of Christopher Lee, uh, kind of came to fame. It's actually more like Bella Lugosi than it is anything else in terms of how he shot to fame. But he shot to fame off the back of horror performances and movies, and and made a lot of money. But he's also a bit of a prima donna. He's made a lot of enemies, and he's decided, for whatever reason, to build an elaborate set of traps kind of almost saw style um, to pick off these people that he feels are disrespectful to him and or just in general he doesn't like whether it's in his actual fandom his cast uh, his former director and he starts picking them off um, it's all very tongue in cheek it's all done in kind of like oh I see you've met this room now and for here you will be trapped in my mausoleum forever um, that sort of kind of delivery uh, Jeffrey Combs is here. Jeffrey Combs is fucking brilliant, even from a young age, and he's very fresh-faced here. He's fun, he's quirky, he's over the top, he's witty, he's quick, and it's great to see him in this movie. Uh, it's shot surprisingly well. Lloyd Kaufman's involved with this, I believe. I think his name flew up at the start, but I don't think this is a trauma movie. Uh, so it was interesting seeing that pop up. And for the most part, yeah, it's, I mean, it is essentially a low-rent, cheaper version of Theatre of Blood. Uh, for... for for if we're stripping it back to basics yeah we know straight away that this is not a slasher movie no one is really stabbed to death <laughs> um, some of the deaths are dubious this old man manages to overpower his director who's sitting above him by putting a pillow over his face I believe he rips out a guy's tongue at one point with just two fingers once again lying backwards um, so the deaths are pretty fucking ludicrous if I'm being honest uh, his looks pretty cool. I, I like how he kind of is constantly dressed like Dracula throughout the entire movie. But yeah, this is baffling. It's not a. I don't even know where you would begin to think. This, I, I, I mean, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because we've been riding, we've been riding upon the crest of a wave of interesting slashers recently, even though they've not all landed specifically with me and next time we do one of these we're looking at popcorn which is most certainly another interesting slasher movie that Frightmare feels like I don't know why put it out in this collection and not just in your standard collection why is it why is it lumped under this banner and I don't want to be the you know the the genre police because I'm not that guy 
But when you group, I mean, the Italian collection is rightly grouped in that we have that as a blanket coverall. And that coverall is all these movies are Italian. Uh, so that that works here. When you do the same with the Slasher Classics collection, regardless of whether or not they are classic movies, you are... That should have been it. It should have just been horror classics and then lumped... I mean, yes, arguably, some of these titles are not classics either, but at least you would cover that. In terms of a catch-all for this one, it's just very frustrating. It's a, it's, I mean, like I say, it's a fun, low-budget, low-rent, um, surprisingly well-acted bit of cheesy, slocky kind of horror. I mean, it's not it's not a slasher movie. It's nowhere near as violent to be a slasher movie. I know it's saying it's all tongue-in-cheek and all the rest and I, I love why they're saying, you know, postmodern with Scream. It's not really a postmodern horror movie, if we're being honest. Yes, it's referential to the genre, but not in the way that something like Scream is. Um, yes, they're making references to people like Lugosi and, uh, you know, etc but that being said they're not doubling down into that either so I mean it's it's you know it's a fun quirky campy uh, very tongue in cheek kind of thrilling horror movie um, which is a, like I say a low budget theatre of blood it's not a slasher movie and it certainly shouldn't be in the collection because I rate these based on the movie and not because whether or not they are a slasher movie, it's going to score quite high. I had a lot of fun with this one. It's a 4 out of 5. I enjoyed it for sure. Like I say, if you were doubling up, double up with Theatre of Blood. That is a good time for sure. But I don't really have anything else to say about this movie. It was surprisingly pedestrian from start to finish. There is nothing here which is even remotely on the kind of thrill value of like a Bad Dreams that we've talked about recently. Um... You know, or even Alice, Sweet Alice, or even Offerings, which didn't work particularly well for me overall, but was still very much a, there's plenty to talk about. This one doesn't really have that. So I'm going to take my final break, and when I come back, I will be telling you what we'll be covering in 2021 as the first step when we come back, right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been your Sunday 88 Films Slasher Classic series of reviews. We have been looking at Frightmare, which was disc number 38. Now, the Slasher Classic collection will return in 2021. And if you've listened to the recent coverage of our Italian collection, you know that the Italian collection will be going on a bit of a pause until disc 61 is released in that collection. We have a fair few in here for Slasher Classics and what I'm likely to do is do them kind of weekend about with the Arrow collection until I'm completely caught up with the Slasher collection and then that will too go on pause for a while and then we will probably drop back down to one Arrow video assortment every fortnight moving forward and then the other Sunday will be free with no podcasting so you'll lose an episode uh, but those will become de facto replaced with a slasher movie or an Italian collection movie as and when they're released. The first title in the slasher classic collection will become when we come back is this number 38, Popcorn. It says, in the blurb, Canada took the slasher movie to the next level when the country produced the trend-setting Black Christmas in 1974. At the height of what has now become known as the Canucksploitation, 
Later shockers from the nation of Moose, Mounties and Maple Syrup include the equally effective My Bloody Valentine from 1981, Happy Birthday to Me from 1981, but by the turn of the 80s, the terror trend was drying up, at least until the plasma spilling shocks of popcorn in 1991. It's a Canadian slice and dice action par excellence and returns to the good old days of splash blood, high body counts and a mysterious killer as a young female screenwriter played by the great scream queen Jill Shulin um, of The Stepfather and Cutting Glass suffers nightmares of a strange figure who may well be breaking into the real, as in film real, world. Postmodern and provocative and featuring a genre ensemble class that includes Dee Wallace Stone of The Howling and Kelly Jo Minter of The People Under The Stairs, Popcorn has maintained a following of macabre movie fans for decades since its release. The special features on here are the Synapse Films supplied 2K scan of the 35mm intrapositive vault elements, all new Blu-ray 7.1 surround sound mix supervised by Synapse Films, Original 2.0 stereo mix also included. Audio commentary with director Mark Herrier, stars Jill Shulin, Malcolm Danier and special makeup effects artist Matt Falls. Midnight Madness and Making a Popcorn, which also features uh, interviews with the director, uh, stars including Dee Wallace um, and Malcolm Danier, Ivor Scholler, Jill Shulin, Elliot Hurst and the special makeup effects artist Matt Falls, composer Paul Zaza, and distributor executive Jonathan Wolfe. Uh, it runs about 55 minutes in length. Electric Memories, an interview with actor Bruce Glover. Original theatrical trailer, television trailer and TV spots, a stills gallery, and the English subtitles for the death of Harlem Hearn. The technical specs is this is region unlocked, so regions A through C. We have picture form of HD 1080p 178.1. Audio format is DTS HDMI 7. 1.1 and 2.0. Language is English, subtitles English, certification 15 and the runtime is 1 hour and 31 minutes. So yeah, that's what we'll be covering when we come back. There's a multitude of ways to listen to the podcast under the stairs. So if you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way you get access to the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire 800 plus episodes in the archive. Subscribe to the Teapots Collective as well to get where to begin with Jallo, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle all for free. The website is teapotscast.com. The merch page is teapotscast.bigcartel.com. Jump across and check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast. You can jump across to the Teapots Collective on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash teapotscast. Reach out and interact with myself and the bars on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at teapotscast. The podcast under the stairs will return tomorrow with the final Listener Choice December episode when myself and Bo Rans will look at Muppets Christmas Carol. Until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off. <laughs>